Hey guys, and welcome to the Healthy Huddle. We're going to talk all things health-related based on our real-life trial and errors. I'm Peyton, a retired college athlete with a love for holistic nutrition. And I'm Rachel, a creative writer, forever student, and mental health advocate. We may not have all the answers, but we're damn sure going to try. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Huddle. It's episode 23, and we are super excited for this one because we're going to be getting a little bit of an update from Rachel. Yeah, yay! So as you guys guys know, um, Rachel is pregnant, and if you don't know, well, now you do. Um, And she's in her second trimester. How many weeks? Uh, Well, by the time you hear this, I'll be 24 weeks pregnant. 24 weeks? So a month away from... Wow, we're over the halfway. Yes. I literally, I feel like yesterday was the day you like told me. Yeah, I don't. It feels like it. <laughs> well, that's true. But I feel like it's flown. But anyway, so welcome to episode 23, guys. We're going to be getting a second trimester update from Rachel because we want to keep up with her journey. And super exciting because we're going to be telling you, actually, we, I'm no, this is a her thing. She's going to be telling you the gender. Yeah. We're going to have a little gender reveal party. Welcome to it. Woohoo. <laughs> do I go ahead? Should I go ahead and. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, do. Okay. Oh, brrr. Oh, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. It's a girl. Yay. <laughs> it's a girl, a little baby girl. Uh, we all thought it was going to be a boy. Yeah, everyone we except for my mother. And I, that's true. Your mom knows best. Yes. My mom, uh, let, this is how she knew because from the beginning, I was carrying low mm-hmm. and the heart rate was high. I thought heart rate was high for a boy, no? No, high for a girl. But, I mean, heart rates can be all over the place, but she consistently had a pretty high heart rate. And my Mm -hmm. mom was like, it's a girl. Wow. okay, thanks, Moms, Moms know best, you guys. They do. We all, I mean... I would have put some money, not a lot of money, <laughs> maybe 50 cents, but I would have put some money that it was a boy. Yeah. And we all did. I just felt, I don't know, I felt boy mom from her, but we're wrong. Yeah. It's no, girl mom. be a girl mom. But I'm so excited because I personally come from a family of three girls. I think they're the best. I mean, I'm a little biased on that, but girl dads are the best. Just having sisters and just, I just love it. I love everything about it. So I'm really excited for you. Yeah. I think that we, I don't know why we were both, I think we're kind of hoping for a boy just because, I don't know, boys and girls involve such different things. Oh, totally different. Completely different worries. So I think from that aspect for me, I was like, kind of hope I don't have to worry about certain things just because if it is a boy. But honestly, like I have two nieces who are around the same age and I, when we found out at the anatomy scan, I started crying and it was not like a, oh my goodness, uh, gender disappointment is real. A lot of people experience it, but I just was so thrilled. And I was like, I can't believe I get to be responsible for raising a good female. And I think though, I think he would have been like that either way. Oh, for sure. Like, I think Rachel's just such a like, over, she's so overjoyed, <laughs> which is amazing because in the beginning we were like, oh, I was scared shitless. <laughs> yeah, and well, and her first trimester sucked. Honestly, yeah. like your nausea hit you hard. Yeah, and, and so you were like, mm. I mean, I definitely was very lucky that I didn't have HG, which I actually have a friend I found out is dealing with that, mm. and 
Ugh. Yeah, I think you'd mentioned that on the last. Gosh, I the no, pregnancy well, I just found one. out last week oh, okay. that she's still dealing with that, and so it literally can last for some women's whole pregnancy. And like, my heart goes out to you, mamas, because those were the heart some of the hardest twelve weeks of my life. I don't know how they do it. So, but second trimester, Ooh, way better. So much relief. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And she has like the glow, you guys. She has the glow. The I, pregnancy glow. Yeah, I'm beautiful right now. <laughs> No, she is. Hell. I feel Wait, I wanna, that way, um, yeah. I want to go back to that, though, and ask, so, like, what was your, like, sort of initial reaction when you found out you were going to have a girl? Because, as we know, both being females mm-hmm. in today's society and everything that we've seen in, like, the media and everything, it's hard to be a female. Like, we're a lot bigger of a target for, like, sex trafficking, child trafficking, mm-hmm. kidnapping, like, all of that stuff because we're viewed as the weaker, mm-hmm. the weaker gender. Whatever you want to call it. I don't think that's true, but whatever. So was your initial reaction like, oh my God, I'm terrified for her. Like I I feel more of a like responsibility to overprotect her than a boy or were you just kind of like, oh my God, it's a girl. (laughs) Well, I think at the moment. You were an, oh my God, it's a girl. I, it was like, what a gift. Yeah. And like, I just, I get to be this little girl's mom. Like that just was my initial reaction. The exact reasons that you're saying are part of why I was afraid mm-hmm. of having a girl, why I am afraid of having a girl. That's actually, we will not be sharing her name. I will not be posting her face anywhere. I will not be posting her birth details. And that's why, because people steal that information. Oh, people and are crazy. It. Yeah. And I do feel a responsibility to protect her and allow her later to choose what she shares and what she doesn't share. But I feel a tremendous responsibility to, I guess, protect her, but raise her to be aware. Mm -hmm. And I guess not raise her so that she's fearful, but I want her to grow up in a home where she knows she is safe. Where she knows no matter what happens, she can always come to me and her dad, that we're always going to believe her first, that she has a voice. I want her to grow up feeling empowered. And I want to, I'm assuming she chooses to identify as a female because Mm -hmm. we've already discussed and agree. We'll support whoever this baby decides to be. Mm -hmm. But assuming that you know, she identifies as a female. I just feel a very strong responsibility to help her just understand who she is, that she has a voice. And no matter what the world tells her, she doesn't have to listen to it. And she always has a safe place to come back to. No, I agree because I definitely think that, and we've talked about this before, but like being a female is hard in this society. And Mm -hmm. you just feel this sort of like, you're not allowed to speak up kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And... I think now and it's getting a lot better and like I was definitely raised in a household that was very like I was raised by some independent bomb ass mm-hmm. boss ass females so I got to see that growing up and we've talked about this a lot like on our walk and talks and stuff but I just think that specifically because like a male like a little boy like they already have this sense of like this pride they have this sense of like independency they have this sense of like I'm the man kind of thing. Because I just feel like our society breeds that. Mm -hmm. Like we breed the male to have the male ego. And women are kind of pushed off to the side. And especially young females. They're like viewed as, like I said, weak. And I think you are totally the type of person that can raise someone like that. Well, thanks. You're welcome. I also think something that I am 
acknowledging, and I'm sure other moms feel the same way, like especially with some of the things that I have been through in my life, one thing I'm going to try to be aware of and work, whether it's through therapy or however I need to work through it, is not projecting the fears of what happened to me onto her. Like I don't want her to live in fear that those things will also happen to her because she's going to have a completely different life experience. And it's not fair for her to grow up just constantly living in fear because that's not going to be her experience. But also for her to know if she does have a similar experience that it's okay. She's going to survive. In a a weird way and like we don't take this the wrong way but like your past traumas I think will make you a better girl mom. Yeah, because like you have you have things to pull from. You can lead her down the path where she won't go down it. Mm -hmm. But if she does actually just end up going down it, because that can happen, you also know how to cope, and so you'll be able to help her cope because you've already been through that. It's kind of like a sick, twisted thing to think about, but like your traumas have made you, I think, will make you a better and more approachable mother in a way. To be honest, that's part of the reason why I'm so glad that I've already done all of the work I have in therapy. Because I feel better equipped to not project those things onto her. Mm -hmm. And to just be a strong and, like, powerful figure in her life Mm -hmm. to help guide her and also be there whenever she needs it. And we need strong females in this world because... We got a band together, ladies. Anyways, okay, we got like totally on a tangent about female Moving empowerment. On, yeah, but, like that's like, you know <laughs> shit happens. Um. Anyways, let's talk about your second trimester. Yeah. So better. Yes. Than the first. So much sure. better. Oh my goodness. Um, definitely, I feel like the one thing people think about the most when you think about a woman who's pregnant is well, actually, two things probably: hormones and cravings. Mm-hmm. Cravings. Yes. Any? Have you had any cravings? Uh, I'm eating a lot of carbs. Okay. But I feel I'm, like that's not that new for you. No, it's not. I love carbs. <laughs> yeah. It's we just, should all love carbs. It's just an excuse for me to eat hash browns every morning, mm, to be honest. We I'm love like, that. oh, I really want these. No, so. actually, I'll like come downstairs and I can smell it and I'm like, <laughs> this bitch is at it again. Every single Making day. Making the house smell so good. I eat hash browns seven days a week pretty much right now. I'm not eating like a ton of them. It's not like my plate is full, yeah. but. But you're getting what you want, yes. what you're craving. You know, it's yeah. a good balance. It's a good balance. And you just have to remember, I, I feel like, and I mean, again, never been pregnant. I'm not pregnant right now, so I don't want to, like, speak really for it. But you are literally growing another human being. Yeah. What your If your body is telling you you need a little bit of extra energy, we need a little bit of extra food, it's because you're growing a human. Like, yeah. I just feel like I don't want there to ever be, like, a shameful kind of attitude or tone to that because... What you're doing is freaking incredible, so, like, Mm -hmm. eat the damn food, you know? Yeah, well, and there's a difference, too, between being like, okay, I'm really hungry, and I actually can tell when when she's going through a growth spurt because I have about a week where I'm very hungry, Mm -hmm. and I usually find in my app... It's like a period on steroids. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. And I find out through my app all of these different growths that she's going through. I'm like, okay, all of this makes sense. Why am... And then my stomach does... Like, it has gotten bigger. a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, in those weeks... Um, so I do feel like the hunger is correlated to growth spurts and like my stomach gets itchy, which is how I know that my stomach is about to grow as well. But there's definitely a difference between (laughs) eating to support the growth and eating for two and being like, Oh, I'm just craving. Using it as an excuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with having cravings and giving into those cravings for sure. But 
there is a little bit of a fine line there. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I think I'm very fortunate that I have not been craving ice cream all day long mm-hmm. the whole time. I know my mom and one of her pregnancies craved candy bars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like yeah, I think my mom, I think she had told me she craved like uh, the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts, orange juice, and Mexican food. Like, on repeat, just on yeah. a cycle. But you haven't had, like, any crazy cravings either. Not really. Like, all week long, I really wanted pizza. Mm. So my brother and I ordered pizza yeah. today, and we shared it. But, but it's not, like, like a crazy – well, it's not from, like, left field. And I, it's not, like, an alarming, intense craving. not really one of those cravings that's, like, if I don't get this now, I'm going to pull my hair out. Oh, okay. Which I think other women do experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not really – I've been drinking a lot of chocolate almond milk. I was going to say, her one thing I would say since the beginning Yeah, I really your wanted chocolate milk. chocolate milk. So I'm having one – not even anymore, though. Yeah, because you, you were having, like, three – my. I only did that one day. Okay, sorry. I had sorry, three guys. glasses. <laughs> sorry, I'm not trying to uh, bash her name. <laughs> but no, the next day I wanted just as many, but I held out. I okay. was like, you can't have that much because I never have that much sugar. Yeah. So I was like, for yourself mm-hmm. and to help prevent something like gestational diabetes. Like you just, you can't, you can't do that, Rachel. Yeah. Um. So I had a little bit of self-control with that. So I let myself have it in the mornings when I want it. Well, that, I just feel like that goes to show though, just because you're pregnant and you know, in your second trimester and all this stuff that they tell you, you're supposed to have these crazy intense cravings. Like yeah, yeah. that's not, it doesn't, just because you're not doesn't mean that that's wrong. Yeah. Like, here's Rachel literally sitting here and being like, yeah, I'm just chilling. Yeah. I'm just eating what I want to eat. You, would you say you're hungrier than you used to be? <laughs> no. Really? I actually, V would probably tell you that I'm eating a little bit less. That's interesting. I, because before I was a freaking garbage disposal, but I was also running out. and doing mm-hmm. higher intensity. I'm still working out, but at a much lower intensity. So mm-hmm. I feel like my hunger is matching the level of workout. Yeah. I mean, although occasionally I am like, where's the food? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the other day you were like, I'm so hungry. I'm just eating the peanut butter right out of the jar. Oh, I did too. And I was like, my girl, because we all know how much I love peanut butter. So I was yeah. like, go ahead. You want my peanut butter spoon? It's specially made to scoop out of the jar. Yeah, I'll eat weird snacks. They're all things I would eat. Not normally. Pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Then. Yes. <laughs> hormones. Yeah. How's that? Okay. So I don't know if it's because I was so sick in the first trimester that they didn't really surge. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. Holy shit even, some would say. Yeah. (laughs) Like a big old brick. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Some I'll go days where I'm totally fine, uh-huh. and then I just will start crying. <laughs> and some days it's like 50, I cried for maybe 15 minutes last night, and then I was over it for any reason. Well, like, yes, I'll okay. get to that reason in a second. Yeah, but then I'll have other days where I just I start crying for four hours, mm-hmm. and I just lay in bed, and I just. I'm like, I cannot stop crying. So again, is that like your period on steroids or do you feel like it's a different type of hormone feeling? Like a different type of why you're crying? Um, yeah, I mean, maybe like your period on, on steroids. steroids. Yeah, yeah, it's like take that and then magnify it to a number that you didn't know existed. <gasps> that sounds literally horrible. Well, and I don't even experience that like but in then a crazy I don't, amount. I don't know if I just experience it more intensely because I generally experience that more yeah. intensely. And you're four. Yes. So I just have been really trying hard to navigate that and it's been very difficult. One of the things I'm doing... As I say, what has been helping you with that? Is I've just started doing this, but if I get overly emotional, um, sometimes, most of the time, V meets me 
exactly how I need him to. What do you need? Sometimes it's a little much for him to handle. Totally get that. Mm -hmm. So on days when it's a little much for him to handle, I'm really trying to collect myself and allow myself to process the hormones and the emotions before I respond to him. So that's and that's like of, a good life lesson in general. In general, yeah. yeah. But especially if you're trying to navigate some pregnancy hormones, yes. which are kicking and they're in full gear, yes. I can imagine that that would probably be a little overwhelming, especially to a male who doesn't really understand hormones in general because we they don't have periods so like you don't they don't understand that to begin with so yeah that it's like magnified by a million like Rachel said so I can I can imagine how that's pretty difficult for them to handle though so and I also sometimes will just say to him nothing is wrong I'm not upset with you I'm having this insane surge of hormones right now so I'm just crying or I just need to be by myself and honestly that kind of works out for the best sometimes because he works 11 hour days so he comes home and sometimes he just wants to be alone too oh so I I just go in the room and I'm like just let me watch Jane the Virgin and you play video games yeah how um often would you say that you feel that like surge of hormones is it an everyday thing or no no because I'll go days where I'm like totally fine joyous in the mood yeah like I probably haven't been I did last Saturday I think I did get pretty emotional and then last night night was Thursday so from between Saturday to Thursday I was totally fine and the reason I got upset last night was because my stomach is just at a point now where all of my clothes are uncomfortable so it wasn't – I wasn't upset at my size. I was upset that I wasn't comfortable. Okay. And so he was like, okay, come on. And he took me into the room and he gave me pajama bottoms, a top, and a, like, pullover that were all his so that I could be physically comfortable. And he was like, you look comfortable now. And I was like, yes, but now all that fit me are men's clothes. Yeah. So that's actually a really good segue into the next thing, which I'm sure is one of the toughest things to navigate besides, like, you know, the pregnancy hormones and everything is, like, your physical image, your body. It's definitely different. It's just a a feeling of uncomfortability all the time? Yes. I don't even know. Okay. I'll relate it again back to just period. You know when you're just like bloated and you feel uncomfortable? It's like a 24-7 bloat. Magnify that. Damn, this sounds awful. (laughs) Um, Do I want to get pregnant? I'm not really sure anymore. Because it's like now I have a pregnancy pillow. Thank you very much. I'm sleeping much better now. Yeah. And so I have to put it, position it between, it's like a U-shaped, and so I position part of it between my knees, and then part of it underneath my stomach to support my stomach, because otherwise my stomach just felt like it was falling to the side, and it was so uncomfortable, Mm. but you can't lay on your back at this point, so um, it just is like... So, like, sleeping is a lot more uncomfortable. Yeah. Clothes are a lot more uncomfortable. Do you feel yourself getting down on yourself for your body image? Or no, you just feel it in a different way that you're beautiful? Yeah. I actually said to V just last night, I was like, I know my face doesn't look any different. It looks the same as it always Mm -hmm. has. But for the, like, this is truly the first time where I'm, like, consistently looking at myself and being like, you have a beautiful face. Like, I just feel like I look That's beautiful. That's the glow. The and when I glow. look at my stomach, I'm just like, it's so cute. Like, mm-hmm. this is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm so amazed at what the body does without us having to tell it. Well, and I think, like, when you're creating something beautiful, that's almost, like, one of the most powerful types of beauty. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you stare stare in the mirror 
thinking I'm growing this little human that will soon be here someday and is going to grow up and to be their own individual. And I don't know. I just feel like that is a more powerful version of beautiful Mm -hmm. than just your physical appearance, you know? And I think one of the reasons why I'm able to feel that way now, and maybe other women can relate to this, I did not quite feel this way when I just felt chubby. (laughs) I was clearly putting on a little bit of weight, but there wasn't really a clear bump. And so I was like, now I just look big. Oh, you mean like in the in the beginning? Yeah. Okay, in the beginning. Yeah, stages. like when the bump where was you can't still... tell and you don't want to like ask like, are yeah, you pregnant or no. Whereas like now, I think it's pretty obvious that I'm oh, pregnant. For sure, you've popped. <laughs> you've done your little pop or whatever. And I mean, I even saw when I was in these baby groups. I mean, I left them all, but when I was in them, like. I know a lot of other women were commenting saying like they were having a hard time feeling beautiful. And I think a lot of it is that stage where it's like, I don't really look pregnant, but now I have proof that the baby is there, the baby's growing. Oh, I'm sure people feel, like women feel like people are just going to think I've put on a few pounds or, you know, I'm not working out as much. And that goes through every woman's mind. And I probably would say that if you had a not so great relationship with your body before you got pregnant, oh, I'm sure it's now a thousand times worse because especially in that stage, I'm sure like when you pop and people can tell like, oh, you're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure it's a lot different because again, yeah, like Mm -hmm. you said, you have proof, but I'm sure that first, that first initial kind of bump, not really a bump. Is it bloating? We don't know. (laughs) It's really, really hard to navigate, especially if you don't have a good relationship with your body to begin with. Well, and to be honest, I also just feel so thankful for my partner because I think, unfortunately, a lot of women worry about, you know, does he still think I'm beautiful? Oh, for sure. I think he finds me more beautiful now than he did before. I will say, though, I I feel like I obviously have heard that, is he going to find me beautiful? But I feel like a lot of men do Mm -hmm. find their partner a lot more attractive because you're seeing it in a different way. And And this person is growing someone that you helped create. Yeah, I think it's such a primal thing. Mm -hmm. Just like very instinctual Mm -hmm. where he's just like, I'm carrying his child. Mm -hmm. And so therefore I'm carrying a different kind of beauty to him. And he's constantly telling me that he loves the bump and he loves the way that I'm growing. And he actually, this was so sweet, you guys. He was like, well, you're pregnant. I'm not going to let you get bigger than me. So if you, you know, put on 70 pounds. That's a thing. He was like, I'll put on 70 no, pounds. No, that's seriously a thing. The, um, what's it called? Sympathy weight. Yeah. That's a thing. And men, they just naturally put on a little more pounds because I'm sure like the woman's maybe, you know, eating more. So they're like, we got this. <laughs> and then <laughs> you have the baby and you start shrinking back down and they're like, wait a minute, do we still have this? Like, I thought we were in this together. Well, at first, he didn't clarify if it was during pregnancy or not. And I was like, so if I just, you know, put on 70 pounds after the pregnancy, and he was like, no, if you put on that weight, he was like, I know you. That means that you're not eating the way that you normally do and you're not exercising. Yeah, he was like, something else is going to be wrong, so I would check in with you. He's Mm -hmm. like, but while you're pregnant, if you start to put on more weight than what they recommend, he's like, 
I won't let you get bigger than me. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, I'm so fortunate and I don't take for granted how wonderful he is and how he makes me feel. Because there are but, a lot of women out there that don't have a partner yeah. to go through this with. And God, I couldn't even you imagine. You know, or they unfortunately catch them cheating while they're pregnant, things oh like God. that. That happens a no, lot. No, I know, but you just went really, really dark there. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but you know. No, 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 that's, that's a totally reality. a thing. Yeah, yeah. And so I just am very thankful and I just, you know, I don't take that for granted. But while that is a piece of why I feel good, that's part of what is just helping in the relationship. I feel good on my own. These are things that I have to tell myself. Like he can't validate that for me. You know, I have to truly believe that I'm beautiful and be okay with the weight gain. Because guess what? My waist is not nearly um, as hourglassy as it was. Mm -hmm. And but that's I'm fine. Noticing like... my thighs are definitely thickening out. But it's totally okay because mm -hmm. this weight is to sustain not just my life, but a brand new life. So I'm just keeping that in mind. I do think it'll be a little bit harder after she's here. And I'm just like after, you know, I lose the postpartum belly and stuff because mm -hmm. that all takes way more time than I ever knew it took. Um, but I think it'll be a little bit more difficult when I'm actually trying to lose the weight that I put on. Mm -hmm. But for the time being, I'm just appreciating. Yeah. I feel like you're just rolling with the punches. You have which is, to. Yeah. That is, oh my gosh, you've got to. Yeah. Because you can't fight it. And no. I feel like the more you try to fight it, the more of a struggle it's going to be mentally. Again, I'm talking like I am <laughs> pregnant or I've been through a pregnancy. I haven't. But I'm just saying if I were to try to pull anything from that and from what I've seen with you is that you've got to just roll with it. Like, well, and that's shit's going to happen. That's an approach I'm also taking with her mm -hmm. because everybody as has, a parent you mean. yeah okay yeah. everyone has all these recommendations and this works well for this family and this works well for that family we have plans that we hope works but guess what she is her own person she's gonna like things that we may not love or don't feel convenient for us well or... and there's no there's no like manual on no, how to raise a child you i feel like can't you... predict no who she's gonna be so I just, every time someone makes a suggestion, I'm very appreciative because I know it's coming from a loving place, but I'm like, you know, we'll also figure out what works best for us because it As might it not be that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do have like kind of a weird question and then we can get up into the huddle up, but okay. because I find myself sometimes I'll just be like, and I don't know if anyone else feels like this. So if you think I'm weird, just leave me alone. I'll find myself like walking down the street and I'll just like start looking at my hands or my legs or my feet and I'm like. How am I doing this right now? Like how <laughs> just keep keep going with me here. Okay. I'm like, how am I walking right now? Like how am I doing this? How is my brain telling my body to move? Do you ever like sit and feel like, how the hell is another human being in me right now? Like how did this happen? Like how is a little alien inside of me? Do you ever feel like that? I don't know that that's the question. That's not the question that comes up for me. Okay. Because that would be something I would start thinking about. Like, so how is this little alien being in me? There, I'm going to get to that point in the question that pops up for me. But something okay. that I have learned is that you can have an anterior placenta or a posterior placenta. Uh, so either in the front or the back. If it's in the front, they tell you that you might not feel things as much. Uh, and really, like the kicks and seeing the yes. little punches and yep. okay. Um, really, it's just useful for them to know if you need a C-section or you're planning one. Um, so I have an anterior placenta. So they were like, oh, you just might not feel her as much. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. She is such a little mover. Mm -hmm. 
And she'll be a feisty one. Oh, I cannot. She's, I think she's going to be a Gemini Gemini because. We said that at the same time. (laughs) I'm loving spicy foods right now and that chocolate milk. I'm like, she's sweet and spicy. She's going to be a little Gemini. God love a Gemini. Um, They get shat on a little bit for having like a bipolar quote unquote attitude. Mm -mm. I love a good Gemini. Yeah. No, we love Gemini. There's a lot of Geminis in our life. They keep it entertaining. But a lot of times I will like, I'm amazed at this, like, other individual that's living within me. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. is that not such a weird feeling? And, like, I don't really think about, like, how is my body helping with this? Mm-hmm. I think about, like, what in the world is going on in her head? Like, what? Oh, okay. Like, what is happening? That's a cool approach to it. No, I I'm like, like that. what is, I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, baby girl, I'm trying to go to sleep if you could stop. Because let me tell you something, something else I didn't know. Their kicks can be aimed towards your cervix or your booty hole. Oh my God. <laughs> Neither of those are comfortable. Oh, I would assume that the booty hole's not. And she's been in that position for about the last two weeks. So I'm like, sweetheart. Get out of there. If you could just pick up a little bit, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Thanks. So you're more thinking of like... What is up in there, honey? Like, why are you thinking this? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm like, hello. Yeah, whereas I feel like my brain would be like, how in the flying fuck am I creating this right now? Yeah. Like, that, oh, it's just such a weird feeling. I don't know. I sometimes, like, get introspective that way where I'm just like, how? I'm like, start walking like a robot. I'm like, how am I doing this? What's happening for me is, I guess, because I feel like she's so feisty. I'm not like, how am I creating this? I'm like, that is all your father. Mm -hmm. It's your fault we yeah. got in this position. Yeah. Which kind of is, you know? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he is partially to blame. But yeah. I'm often like, she's she is your daughter. I can she is your <laughs> daughter. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're rounding out the episode right now, so you know what time it is. It's time for the huddle up. All right, guys, so for the huddle up this week, I'm gonna let Rachel take completely over since this is her pregnancy update um, episode. So she's going to rattle off five things that she is learning, has learned, is continuing to learn throughout her process, and especially in her second trimester, since this is a second trimester update episode. So with that being said, Rachel, go ahead. Number one. All right. Number one. So I've already pretty much talked about all of these, so I'll be able to go over them pretty quickly. Uh, But number one is take what others say with a grain of salt and appreciation. They're coming from a place of love whenever they give you advice. And sometimes it's really wonderful advice. Other times, like, you're just... Not smile and wave. Yeah, it may or may not even work for you. So, you know, just say thank you and understand they're coming from a place of love. And if it works for you, great. If not, that's totally okay. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's you and your baby and your partner if you have one. Yeah. That's all that matters. Top priority. And that actually takes us into number two, which is just because you're doing things differently doesn't mean you're doing them wrong. Mm -hmm. So That's something we preach a lot. Yes, Mm -hmm. and everybody has an opinion. We have gotten very fortunate so far not really a whole lot of pushback on decisions that we're making. We're also not sharing a ton of decisions we're making. Um, but you really have to do what's best for you and your family. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what someone else says because they're not the ones raising the baby. Mm, preach. So, <laughs> uh, Number three, you're going to feel beautiful in a different way. I had no idea how I was going to feel about myself. And honestly, like it's such a beautiful, glorious miracle what our baby what our babies, what our bodies are able to do is truly a celebration. So as difficult as it can be some days, 
gosh, just embrace the moments when like you just look at yourself and it's like, damn, like I'm doing this. My mm-hmm. body is doing this. Mm-hmm. Number four, movement matters. Let me tell you something. Oftentimes when I do have a surge in hormones, it's on a day that I haven't worked out. I didn't mention that earlier. Oh, it's okay. made a huge difference, whether it's That's just a long walk or doing a, you know, prenatal program or even lifting some weights, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it makes such a big difference. And it's really good for you and baby. And they have actually found um, that it helps decrease things like childhood obesity and stuff like that if you work out while you're pregnant. Um, so there are a lot yeah. of benefits for baby as well. Yeah, and just I feel like a lot of people think that you know you can't work out or you can't do this like when you're pregnant, but you can as long as you know you get it checked off by your doctor. Yeah, just ask your doctor and do what feels good. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Yeah, well, and I mean the only thing I could relate that back to is like when I'm on my period mm-hmm. and I know I don't want to, but like days I work out, I feel so much better. Yeah, so much better movement. For sure. It matters. There's power in movement. That's what I've been saying to myself. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And number five, y'all, accept the hormones. They're going to come. They're going to go. Sometimes they're going to come on like a raging bull and you're going to be like, who the fuck am I right now? Mm -hmm. I don't even recognize this person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're going to be gone in 15 minutes. It's part of the process. It's not the best part. It's not the most beautiful part. But you know what? There's beauty in accepting that too. Yeah. Okay, guys, it's small business spotlight time. And this is honestly one of our favorite parts of the entire show. So today we have someone that we actually, or Rachel actually, met through our fa- a Facebook group. So that's super exciting that we're getting to connect with a lot more people, kind of in the Raleigh area, and just people in general. So today we have Alicia Ferreira. She's originally from South Africa, and she came over to the States when she was just 21 years old, working some side jobs, ended up um, creating a recital costume business, which had a revenue of over $1 million. She sold that and then wanted to find something else a little bit different, so she got into insurance, where she looks to serve the community and help people who need insurance. So they offer guidance to people mainly 55 years and older, but also those in the 30 to 50-year-old range, ranging anywhere from healthcare to extra coverage for their families, to how to grow their savings, to then how to create a tax-free income in retirement. So they usually look at the person as an overall, help analyze what they need help with the most, and then create or find the best insurance plan for the person individually. It's a second career for her, but it's something she truly loves and is very passionate about. And she just really loves helping people find the best insurance plans for them. Because if you listen to our 20 things we learned in our 20s or 21 things, you all know that insurance is very freaking difficult. So we love that from Miss Alicia. She is also, just a little fun fact, married to a local attorney and they have a blended family of five children who they love dearly and they have a dog named Riley and a cat named Oreo. So if you guys do want to find Miss Alicia Ferreira, she is mainly found on Facebook just by using um, her first and last name. Her first name is spelled A-L-E-T-I-A. She is from South Africa, so that's a really cool spelling, I think. And then, or you can also find her on her website, www.yoursecuredlife.com or through her email at info at yoursecuredlife.com. So guys, go find Miss Alicia Ferreira, get you some insurance. She has a really super cool story, and I've actually been to South Africa before, and it is the freaking bomb. So really go um, support her, guys. Go connect with her through Facebook or via email. And yeah, just support small. We love doing these. Um, we hope that you know we did her proud with our little spotlight for her. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, have a good one. We love you.
Thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. If you liked this episode, which obviously I hope you did, (laughs) please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe so we can reach even more listeners. We'll see you next time. See ya. I'm just saying, I'm sure that's what every female's mind is. That's exactly. Am I having a stroke? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this weight is to cis. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>